Okay, so this is a theory I have. <clears throat> so, something I've been learning through business and I've actually been learning through meeting, learning people too, is people are like very, very fascinated with nostalgia. People love nostalgia. They love the past. They love the history. So, what I've been thinking about in part of like when someone changes their life and the next day you just feel better and better and better and better. I think it's coming from you're creating a new thread like in your history. You're creating a new time to where it's only filled with happiness. Like inside out where the um the core memories and Exactly. So literally you're filling the slots now of your memory, however your memory works. And I do I'm a firm believer that some people have long term memory, some people have better short term memory. So however your memory works, you're filling that time now to when you recall shit and it's all positive memories. It's all Oh, I said I was going to do this and I did it and it turned out well for me. I said I was not going to be lazy today and I wasn't and it worked out for me. And I think it's it's just creating those long strands to where you have more good feeling subjectively memories than bad feeling subjective memories. And I feel like that's it. People are going to create bad memories. Bad shit's going to happen. But I feel like when you have when you look back on a time or look on a trip you went on. And the good outweighed the bad. It was a good trip. That's how I look at it. Because it's going to be shit that pisses you off. It's going to be shit that irritates you. The weather's going to be fucked up one day. Shit you can't control. It's going to happen. But if I look back and I crashed, crossed off everything I wanted to do on my list, seen every site, took every picture, looked good in those pictures, like, I'm fucking cool. That was a good trip. And I feel like that's how our memory works as well. Like, Sometimes I, I don't I don't believe in the notion that we got to forget about the past because I look back to the past a lot of times just for lessons and insight. So the past is a real thing, just like people lived here before us. So their lives, too, is the past. And we need to pay attention. We need to really study and learn that shit because they have full lives before we were even conceived and thought of. They know shit. You know what I mean? And the shit is still here. It's still marked like. That's why I like doing the show and shit and marking my voice and what I have to say because it's cemented, it's stamped. Somebody can go back in the future and look on this and hopefully, you know, obviously the world, all that shit is hand in hand and all that shit just repeats itself. Like, niggas done lived our lives before. We're just in their shoes now. You know what I mean? And I feel like we can change the scope and create their destiny, their dynasty. We can create a bigger persona. Like, we can expand onto it. But only if you're kind of aware, you know what I mean, that there was another you and that a lot of these thoughts aren't your own. Somebody had them before and they conceived these these notions and that and through DNA, you know what I mean? It was in you. It was instilled in you instinctually, just how animals evolve and get better. They don't change. They get better. They evolve. You know what I mean? They're the same thing, but they become something more. And we evolve, too. Like, and I definitely believe in evolution. But we got to start evolving our minds. We got to start getting smarter because then we're going to breed naturally through DNA smarter generations. Like they're already going to come out knowing things that our parents couldn't fathom that we even know. So imagine if we instill this shit now, shit I'm learning at 30 and my kids at 10. And then it's in their kids at five. You broke the cycle. You just created a whole new generation of beings. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's what got us here. <laughs> we, the world has lived so long without technology. We've had technology for such a short period of time, but look at the advances in technology. Look how big it's become in such a small period of time. The world was already around for, to me, millions of years. So we've only had thousands of years of technology. That's it. Hundreds that people know about, but I'm convinced their niggas had technology back then. It looked different. 
it, you know what I mean? It had different names, but it was the same shit. They just weren't advanced as advanced as we are. But they already had the blueprints and the infrastructure, so they definitely knew some shit we didn't know. God, I love looking at old temples and shit. They got booby traps and trap doors. You know how like advanced you would have had to be to think of that shit at that time that they were living in? Niggas was not forward thinking like that. Niggas lived one way. They lived how animals lived. They lived on survival. So you actually have motherfuckers that said, okay, well, I'm surviving. So let me think about something else. <laughs> what if a nigga try to rob my tomb? You know, fuck these niggas. The floor gonna fall out. Let these niggas come in here and step on the wrong block. Niggas was definitely getting high, too, having them conversations back in the day. Like, I just... Shit is so different, but shit is the same. And niggas gotta start looking backwards sometimes to move forward. And thinking about what they're doing and how that worked out for other people and didn't work out for other people. And if this makes the best decision, you know, or the best sense... And two, when you start doing that in your own life, to me, that's self-love. You start planting those good seeds in your life. So when you look back on your garden, it's all these beautiful flowers. But niggas don't plant shit. So when they look back on their garden, it's weeds. It's shit that you need to pull up and get rid of. It's shit that's not appealing. It's shit that you don't want nobody else to come over your house and see in your garden. You want them to see roses and trees and fucking shit blossoming and life and beauty, but you don't take care of it. So why would they see that? So now niggas don't invite you to their house. So now we're creating a fucking sad-ass, lonely-ass, depressed generation of kids because we're sad and lonely and depressed. Like, why Why would they know anything differently? They know what they know. That's all you show them. So if you don't work on yourself, you don't give yourself those good memories, you don't give yourself those high-fives, those pats on the backs, those hugs, those hard talks, the things that you really need to fucking do, the things that you want everybody else to fucking do for you, and really, that's just shit you need to be doing to yourself. That's all the things you need to be saying to yourself. And that's how I look at it. I'm from a tough love era. You know what I mean? I had to create who I am. and So I have tough love. And I don't want think everybody has to go that route. But if some, I don't feel like somebody's trying, that tough love's going to kick in. And if they ain't trying after that, you just don't want it bad enough. You know what I mean? We got so many success stories. Like, we was talking about Tyler Perry in the last show. As much shit as I got to talk about him, this nigga was living his car when he created everything he's creating. He wasn't in the warm comfort of a fucking two-bedroom apartment or a fucking two-level house. He was in his car as an adult writing this shit. And as some people, that's the end for them. They're giving up. They're like, what the fuck else can I possibly do at this point? This is rock bottom. Some niggas don't bounce back from rock bottom. They hit rock bottom and they splat and they get stuck and they stay. And that's it. And now they're just a part of the bottom. So as much as I can say, that that's my point, though. As much as I can say I don't like some shit, I still respect what he did, and I understand why his art is the way it is. He's explained it to us. But that doesn't mean I have to like it. But also, I can support and recognize what he's doing. He put hella people on. He's created a whole studio, which has created so many jobs and opportunities in a genre that I actually fuck with. So just as I can say I don't like Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry might give some kid an opportunity who becomes my favorite director, and I follow all his movies. But he never would have made a movie if Tyler Perry wouldn't have fucking got out of his car. That's how you have to look at it because that's how it is. That's the reality of it. Every nigga that makes it at the end of their game, they list off of names of motherfuckers who did what they did and made it possible for me to do what I did. That's paying homage for real. Not wearing my t-shirt, not fucking supporting me, not spending money with me. Paying homage is realizing I'm doing some shit that's going to put you in a position to do some shit one day. That if I didn't do this, that position and opportunity wouldn't even exist. Mm 
Or you would just have to take your chances and hope somebody else do it. But ain't nobody did it to this point, so good luck with that. That's my thing to do. I've already determined that's my destiny to be this person. And that person is going to affect so many people that I can't even fathom. And then that's how I know my job is done. I can't count the number. It's not something you can keep track of. So I won't even try to keep track of it. I won't try to publicize it. I won't try to make it a thing for clout. I've had clout. It was cool. I don't even want to live like that. <laughs> Most people that know me, my personal self, I live in isolation. So it's like, I don't even care about all that shit. But I know that shit's necessary to do what I have to do. Because people will also want to see a finished product before they become a part of it. I don't like it, but it is what it is. It's how the world works. I can't be mad at it. People are who they are. I can't expect them to be me. If they were me, then I would have more me's running around. But there's not. So I have to appeal already to their interests and put it in a way that it benefits my agenda without me changing my agenda to fit their appeal. So I'm really the one struggling and in a hard position and people act like these decisions are so hard, whether they're going to stand behind me or stand behind protesters or stand behind business owners or whoever. They already feel like that's a hard decision, but y'all aren't really making the hard decision. We have to compromise everybody who we are every day to sell and do what we do and be a business owner. Because I can say the wrong thing in my personal life and people not want to fuck with me. So if I care about shit like that, I'm a prisoner to that now. Now I have to only say what motherfuckers want to hear. And there's so many people out, like, out here like that, living like that. And that's what motherfuckers are subject to. So when they come to deal with me, it's always an awkward situation. And I feel like I'm doing things the right way. I feel like every business move I make, I'm really also trying to add value to someone. I don't want people buying shit from me and I'm not giving you no value. I'm not about to sell you nothing, a, a piece of paper, and promise you it's a notebook. Like, I'm not about to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm giving you the value. I give you more than what I feel like this is worth. And if you don't understand, that's why I'm doing these things for you. You know what I mean? Even if you're grateful, there's not much I can do with you. There's not, there's not many ways we can move. I have to move with people who understand what I'm trying to do and how it affects everyone. Not who looks at me like, oh, he's just trying to get rich. I can give a fuck about money. But I have to make money to make this shit run. Money... It, you have to pay to play. That's what people who have jobs don't understand. We don't just have seams of money coming in and some imaginary figure that if I want a stapler, a stapler appears on my desk. I have to go pay for everything that has to do with my business. So, yes, this is my price. No, it won't be lower. And, yes, I feel like it's reasonable. At the end of the day, it's no different than your job works. And most people's jobs sell staplers for 60 bucks. My stapler's 10 and it does the same shit your job one does. But you'll sit there all day and help them build $60 staplers and won't help local niggas build $10 staplers. So now if I bumped it up to 20 which is still less than 60 now I can make 10 and you can make 10 But you're making $60 staplers for a nigga that's going to pay you 50 cents. And somehow that makes more sense to people. That's how I know people aren't thinking. That's how I know when all this riot and looting shit's going on, your, your mind can't be in the right place. Because your mind and your life ain't in the right place. So why would I think that you're out here fighting with us and playing activists and playing this shit like that you actually have a positive agenda or you're trying to do something other than for someone other than yourself? There's no way. There's no way I would ever think that. So niggas don't understand. I'm on a different level now. When I meet people, I got to see your mindset. If your mindset doesn't make sense to me, we can't progress from here. We won't progress from here. I refuse to. And this isn't a judgment. If you feel like it's a judgment, fuck it, it is a judgment. I don't know. I don't care. But I have to protect my peace. I have to protect my mind. 
the more you know, the more you don't know. The more I work on my mind, the more I realize we have to protect our minds a lot more than we do. And our minds is just out there in the open. And niggas constantly just come around and beat your mind with sticks. And they see how to go pick that motherfucker up, take it in the house, grab the guns, and now this motherfucker protected. Bring them sticks. <laughs> I dare you. Because the mind is cool. The mind in here resting. The mind in here lifting weights and doing push-ups and sit-ups and eating right. And thinking right and looking in the mirror like, God damn, you look good. Now the mind is working on itself. So eventually your mind can go out in the world and it don't need the guns. It don't need the protection. Because your mind going to kick a nigga ass if it, if it feels threatened. Your mind going to put a motherfucker in his place if it's out of line. But we got to take that time to actually train and work on our minds. That's why this corona shit has been so important and big for me. Because shit, I've been really working on myself. And I'm trying to fucking find myself. I'm creating myself. I'm creating the visions I had of myself. It's no different than day daydreaming and turning it into reality. I have visions of how great I can be, and now I'm going to do that shit. People fall in love too much, too, with the means of how they do it. It doesn't matter how you get there. Just do it in a way that your mind will be intact when you get there. Sometimes people get to their destination, too, and their mind's fucked up because what they had to do to get to where they are, they felt like. And there was other ways. That's just you were closing your mind off to one way of living. And there's 10 ways to live in some scenarios. So do all 10. And then you figure out what's best for you and what's best for your situation. It may be way six. It may be way nine. You don't know. But in every area, it's guaranteed to be different. So if you live your life all of one way, you're fucked. I have to wear so many different hats. I forgot how many hats I have. But I just lived them so long, they kick in on their own. It's just like knowing a song on the radio that's in your head. You don't have to sing along, but it's already in your head. You can just say the words because you know the words. You don't got to think about it. You don't got to remember it. I go in and out of conversation and singing some shit because it's just it's no different than someone speaking English and Spanish mixed together. They just know all of this. So whatever comes out is just and they don't even realize they speak in Spanish like dog. Oh, yeah, my bad. I forgot I speak both. <laughs> like, bruh, I have two fat, two of our Mexican homies is like that. Like when they get excited, they start speaking in Spanish. Like, bro, slow, relax. <laughs> my bad. I thought I was at home, bro. My bad. But anyway, <laughs> I'm like, bro, you are funny and only cussing Spanish. I'm like, so your Spanish conversations be heated as fuck, don't they? <laughs> your English homies is cool. Your Spanish shit, y'all niggas be turk. God damn. <laughs> That's just funny how our minds work, man. And when we start exploring that, we'll realize as different as we are, we're a lot more alike than we think. And the people who think they're just so much alike, y'all a lot more different than y'all think. You just got to be in the middle. It's both. There's a lot we don't know about each other and there's a lot we both relate to. So we got to start relating on learning and growing and loving and not relating on fucking dysfunction and stress and PTSD and depression. And relating on all negative things because, again, as we said in the beginning, that creates your timeline. And when you see these people constantly every day, you're only reminded of fucked up thoughts. So that fucks with your future because now you're going into the future upset. So what are you doing? You're creating more fucked up timeline history thoughts. So if you change your life, you change your timeline, you change your scope. People are too... People are too focused on going forwards and backwards and sideways. Like, no, nah, fuck that. There is no direction we go in. Like, to me, deja vu is a fucking a testament to that. We don't know if we're going backwards or forwards or sideways, but does it fucking matter at the end of the day? We're here. Does it matter what direction we're fucking going in? We're here. Let's just progress. Progress means get better. 
It doesn't mean you're going left, right, up, down, left, right, up, sideways. It means get better. Sometimes I do think you do have to step back in the area to move forward and get better. That's why it's not a fucking straight line. It's a dance. <laughs> you're going to go in so many directions that eventually it's just going to look beastie. And other niggas is going to want to do that same fucking dance. And now we all dancing and now we all happy. When has a nigga ever been pissed off dancing? Ever. Show me fucking footage. Please. Ever. Nigga ain't never been pissed off dancing. You might have your little mean mug with your, with your shoulder lean, but that's it. That's just sassiness. That's not an anger. That's just, I'm the shit. <laughs> like, the fuck? Like, ugh, you disappointed niggas don't know how fucking great you is. So once niggas start really, really wanting to unify and unite, you know what I mean? It's going to be stuck moving in one direction. Do it matter where, what direction you're moving in, you're moving in one direction. Look how niggas live. They don't believe one aspect of their life should live one way. Niggas want options in every single thing they live in, except for how they live their life. They want to live in one way. Fuck that. You want to eat one thing. You want to date one type of person. You want to dislike one type of nigga. You like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you trying to map out the future and you don't even know where you at right now. So how the fuck do you know where you headed? You don't. So figure it out. Two-step. Do a dance. Cupid Shuffle. I don't know R. Kelly's dance. Probably don't do that dance. But do niggas dances and just do different shit. Find different shit, man. Like, I don't know. That's fucking it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. Make sure you stay tuned by finding us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify or many more podcast listening platforms. To find us on social media at Facebook, we're Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. On Instagram, we're Good Life underscore podcast.